This is a medicinal mass network production. Enjoy. What's up, Truth Seekers? Welcome once again to the FBI Basement, the podcast where we watch, rate, and review every last episode of the hit 90s television series, The X-Files. Wait, really? Every episode? Yes, every episode. Are you sure you want to do that? I mean, there's one about Haitian zombies. Specifically Haitian zombies. Aren't the Haitian zombies the, the, the only real zombies? Shut up. <laughs> It gets worse. <laughs> I can't wait to see Mulder take on the serpent and the rainbow. <laughs> I will tell you that the next two seasons we get into are sound and culturally sensitive, as in they're not at all. <laughs> Today on the program, Mulder and Scully uh, learn that uh, you need to respect Mother Nature or she will kill you with thousands and thousands of bugs. Swarms of things. <laughs> I really wanted it to be St. Elmo's Fire, but it's not. Okay, so um, I am Todd. I'm your host, and I'm joined with the uh, panel of conspiracy theorists here. Whack jobs, nutsos, and some uh, people who believe in things like Flat Earth and, you don't know. <laughs> uh, first off, here's Shannon. How you doing, Shannon? Hi! <laughs> Joining us from New York State, the always effervescent Marissa Leterio. All I'm saying is that when you look on the horizon, there's no curve. It's just, it's a straight line. So we're what on does the that back of you? a turtle. Yes. We've talked about this. It's, there's a slight curve. So that's the turtle shell. Yeah, it's the turtle shell. We talked about this. Your fisheye lens. From the northern Midwest, here comes Valentine Strand to provide our show with a certain amount of uh, passive aggressiveness. <laughs> yeah, you can just go ahead and call me uh, Tiki Tiki Tembo, No Se Rembo, Cherry Bear Rucci, Pip- Oh, you know what? That's pretty long. Just go ahead and call me Val. That's all right. All right, man. Yay! <laughs> and uh, we're about. To, and today we're going to be reviewing the episode "Darkness Falls." Don't get excited because it's not as interesting as the title would indicate. Yeah, the title seems to say that something big is going to go down, but this is some um, uh, swarms of bugs. Bugs. Uh, let me say that this episode is still better than the actual movie "Darkness Falls." Right? <laughs> oh, I was excited God. for it because of this episode. I'm like, hmm, nope. I will say that I read the novelization of this episode when I was in uh, eighth grade or so. And other news, there were novelization of So what you're saying is the book was better? I will actually literally say the book was better. Yeah, they usually <laughs> were. I read, a lot, I read a few novels like the, I forget what the episode was called where the guy gets his head cut off and walks around. Oh, Roland? Requi- I think they called the the book was called uh, Resurrection. But that, yeah, like, that was that's really the thing good. is it's like these were like taken from the scripts, but not like the final edit scripts. So they're really good, but yeah, not cut down for commercials or TV time. And, all right, but oh, next week can we talk about Kevin J. Anderson's novelization? Yes. No. Oh, he's still writing them. He is still writing those books. Yes, he is. Ooh. Well, if there one any, of us is if excited, there, if they're as good as the work he did on the Star Wars expanded universe, they then they're are. Gonna, then they're going to be absolute gigantic cookie dough sized turds. Well, wait a minute. What did he do in the Star Wars universe? I mean, like t- tangent here, but worth it. <laughs> tangent. Okay. Uh, was Turon? he responsible for the Christmas? Uh, 
No. The Christmas no. special? No. no, 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 no. Kip Turan? Is that the name? No, Kip Duran. Kip Duran. Kip Duran. The fucking, uh, the, this fucking, like, you know, everyone call, okay, I'm gonna, okay, this is a rant that's gonna either make it in here or be on a thing. Everyone keeps talking about the new movies, how the character Ray is a Mary Sue. No. Fuck. No that the character you want to see a mary sue in fucking star wars you look at the old expanded universe i think they call it legends now you look at the jedi academy books yeah and you see kip Woof. and you see this character that kevin j anderson wrote named kip duran who is this character that comes in to be luke's apprentice and is really just amazingly good at everything with the force <laughs> and he turns evil and he turns good again and it was a bunch of bullshit and i think that probably he pro i think he wrote i think that he also ended up in the fucking dark saber book that he wrote which was even even more idiot which has like you know job of the hut's brother or cousin did, or something i do, don't know wasn't there a, a bunch of books called like the jedi knight series and it was it went into qui-gon and obi's training yes uh, fuck i don't know i, I had already those I are the had ones i read I, I think they turned I that into like a like a TV series. I jumped I jumped right the fuck off of the expanded universe before the Yuzan Vong stuff happened, and I definitely didn't jump back into it after the prequel started, except when except when Timothy Zahn came back and started writing for it again because that's because because basically his shit was the only good shit that was in the expanded universe. And he's written another Admiral Thrawn book, but that has nothing to do with this balls amazing episode of the X-Files. Right. Okay. Good segue here. Yeah. Let's get to the good stuff. <laughs> okay. Let's nice get to the nice important save. shit. Uh, okay. Um, and we can talk well, about get, my books. I'm actually glad that you brought that up because I was worried that we didn't have a bit this time. We didn't have something to, 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 to pad out this episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that my esoterica about X-Files uh, novelizations and novels was able to do this. Next week, I'm going to talk about fanfic. All the fanfic. Oh, God. Rat fucked. Ooh. Ooh. Be careful. Okay. All right. So, uh, <laughs> maybe we Darkness should take that Fall out. All right. So, <laughs> Darkness Falls is a, uh, the, uh, 20th episode of season one, which means we got about four more episodes before this uh, before this uh, season has wrapped. Woo! Uh, Woo! It was written by Chris Carter and directed by Joel Napolitano. Oh, God. Joel Napolitano. You know, he's got, he's one of the Napolitano boys from out in like Brooklyn. Like a Scaramucci oh. brother. I am personally offended by everything that was just said. One eighth <laughs> of me is offended. 95% of me is offended. <laughs> Like one sixteenth of me is offended. The, the rest just doesn't give a fuck. I don't know who this guy was. I just went. Um, I just will say that Chris Carter writing anything that has monsters is a red flag. Holy mm. shit! This guy looks like a mob boss. Okay, and <laughs> just so we all know, Joe Napolitano also directed a favorite of ours on the show, uh, Jersey Devil. Oh goody! Okay, so we've got. <laughs> This originally aired on April 15th, 1994. Also, we shouldn't talk ill of him. He is dead. To a Nielsen rating of 8.0, which is absolutely huge. About 14 huge. share, meaning the uh, huge. The uh, roughly 8% of television-equipped households and 14% of households watching television were tuned into the episode, viewed by 7.5 million households. I, I will also go back and say Joe Napolitano worked on a shit ton of really great movies as a second unit director, uh, such as The Untouchables, Scarface, and Blowout, which was a remake by Brian De Palma of Michael Antonioni's 
Blow Up. Was Blow Up any good? Blow Up is fantastic. And he did totally look like a mob boss. Like, he looks like an old Italian guy. Sorry. Uh, as our episode opens, we come to a bunch of uh, beflanneled men. It's the Hunger Games! We open on the Hunger Games! God damn it, Perkins! Yes! <laughs> no, no, because they are lumberjacks and they are not okay. But they're manly men. They're up in uh, Washington State, which, you know, they do manage to capture the fact that it's rainy and dreary and absolutely, absolute miserable in Washington State. Is those Are those the same woods that they find the kids in in the first episode of the X-Files in the pilot? Huh. Probably. Because there's a lot of running around in the woods for these guys. Is it the like, same woods they, from the Jersey Devil? <laughs> I think it is. Like... They have been in the woods a lot. I'm not noticing a lot of difference in these woods here. But these uh, guys are afraid of something, some really messed up stuff. And they're uh, trying to escape an unknown force. But when the night comes, they are all killed by a swarm of crazy-ass green bugs. Fireflies of doom? The Matrix. Like I said, I really, really wanted it to be St. Elmo's Fire. Because it looks like, okay, so St. Elmo's Fire is bioluminescent, digitalis, you see them on ships. It's the same effect they use in Moby Dick and like the made-for-TV version with Patrick Stewart. Exact same effect. Thank you. Uh <laughs> is anybody else like a <laughs> Matt Smith uh, era Doctor Who fan? No, 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 not even that. Sorry. David Tennant, the library episode. Oh my god. The Vast Narada, is that how you say it? I kept thinking stay away from the fucking books the second time I well, the <laughs> time I fucking watch this episode, but You know it's oh. funny this this same episode played out on uh, Stargate SG one. Like they were on a planet and they were like, It also doing shit plays and out in episode four of this goddamn season. And ice. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like you know, there's a, there's a there's a lot of ice in this episode. It, it, that is true. I, that's my note here. Is like you know, okay, they're sort of. Well, we'll get to the we'll get to the point. But they're sort of going to be stuck at a place, and nobody's going to trust or like anybody. And there's going to be lots of <laughs> shouting. And you know, but anyway, the swarm comes and kills most of those uh, and kills most of the loggers. Then the opening credits roll, and a one, and a two. Do do do. I think that actually, I, my, my <laughs> <laughs> we fucking ruined it. Oh, my headset kind of. I am a mess. I'm a mess. <laughs> oh fuck. That's what you get for swimming after five days of not. Okay, so the uh, agents are, are called in to investigate the disappearance of the entire logging crew. Can we just note how weird Scully looks sitting in, on that stool? Did anyone else notice that? Yeah. Mulder is, of course, showing her slide photos of the... Um, uh, manly uh, men. Of the manly men, the, the lumberjacks, and, and absolutely just swooning over these guys. I almost felt like he was about to do uh, Stephen Regal's Manly Man speech or Manly Man song. The Real Man's Man. The Real Man's Man song from that era of the WWE. (laughs) 
monkey wrenches. Valentine, look up that. Valentine, look that up. The real it's man's a man. Real man's man. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> manly man. It's it is so ridiculous. It better be worth it. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, you're gonna lo- you're, you're gonna lo- you're gonna love it. It's, it's if for no <laughs> other reason, I will have to put it on my Facebook later for people. No, it's just like Scully is sitting weirdly on a stool and being someone who is like five two. I I found it uncomfortable. You notice they they got away with mentioning Bigfoot in this episode at least twice. I think I have a note about something about Bigfoot porn. Oh, right, because she says something about Bigfoot, and he says no. Not Bigfoot likely, wouldn't yeah. do that. Guy's in flannel. And my response was yes, because he is all the Bigfoot porn. Yep. <laughs> they travel to the remote logging camp in Washington D.C. <laughs> Washington D.C. has logging camps. Hey, sorry, not Washington D.C. Washington State. <laughs> they go to Washington State. <laughs> Fuck it, we know this is Vancouver. So they go to a Washington, Vancouver. Um, uh, uh, the wettest place on earth, for Christ's sake. To meet Ugh. up with a U.S. Ranger and a representative from the logging company, who's you know clearly, you know, totally trustworthy here. Oh, we get to play the. It's that guy with that thing that we know him from. With uh, Tom O'Rourke and Jason Bergerkop. I'm, I'm, I'm watching the scene right now, and he looks insufferably fucking uh, n- normal and average. Yeah, you know, he's David Duchovny's, like, best friend. <laughs> since they were, like, six. That's how he got the episode. Also, he played Alan in Monkey Shines. The ranger. I've seen that forever. Uh, Tom O'Rourke was literally in everything. Like, everything. Like, every episode of Law & Order... Every episode of FU, probably the Simon extra and Simon. In my dreams now, and he is now haunting <laughs> your dreams. The ranger, the ranger, and the uh, security guy from the logging firm are Larry and Steve, respectively, and uh, they are traveling through the forest, and their truck hits uh, caltrips that were left behind by local uh, by your local Greenpeace uh, loony liberal nut jobs. Oh, those gosh darn hippies! These damn tree huggers, <laughs> like all them trees. You see like, how he was turning that steering wheel? Like, holy shit. Like, the car wasn't even doing anything either. Ace Ventura, like, bouncing around inside the cab. No. <laughs> Suspension's a little off. <laughs> I can't, who was driving? Was that the Ranger or? The, the, yeah, the, the, the Mr. In, in everything, including our, our fucking waking nightmares. No, 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 no. That, that's uh, David Duchovny's super best friend. Uh, the, ra- the Park Ranger is David Duchovny's super best friend. Yes. They're super best friends. Super. Since nine years old. That is uh. the blurriest establishing shot I have ever seen of, of the forest. <laughs> so they got to walk the rest of the way to the cavern, which they find. It's, I, it's because the scouting guy is like, oh, shit, we've used this place like eight times. Use a blur filter. No <laughs> one will know. I love how you're describing this episode as I'm seeing the scenes. <laughs> So uh, they have to hike the rest of the way to the uh, camp, and they arrive to find the cabins abandoned, communication equipment crashed, uh, all the pornography stash thrown about everywhere. The porn! They have to protect the porn! Not the porn! Also, Scully's bangs look ridiculous. Mm. The cabin wasn't completely empty. There was... uh food everywhere there yeah there's a there's also a bag of party favors on top of the fridge which <laughs> Mulder takes and we never see him put in an evidence <laughs> baggie so or creepy. he just he just pockets it. it like it was a big old bag of mushrooms 
Like as you said that, he grabs it. Like this is this is so perfect. Is, is that okay. weed or mushrooms? That's mushrooms. Look at it. That's definitely not weed. It, it's really dense. It looks like weed. Okay, so <laughs> this supports things I will say in uh, the second season. Is that fucking so many meth things. In, the, in, in the? No, those are bugs in, in the gas bugs. tank or in the oil tank. Bugs. They okay. look like meth when they're dead. Oh. A searching of the surrounding forest area renders a rather large cocoon holding the desiccated corpse of a human. Ah, <laughs> uh, and, th- and then we see the range uh, of Scully's emotions here. Is this this isn't one of those weird Scully scenes, is it? Yeah, there she says. I, th- I think it's a male, and he says barely. Or was it the other way around? Oh right, we're gonna that get the like full range. Saran tra- it looks like some saran wrap. <laughs> it looks like the cocoons I made out of haunt. Like just awful. Oh, and she like like I mentioned this before we even recorded the episode. She deals with dead bodies all the time. She's going to assume there's something dead in there, large enough could be a person. I mean, she works on the fucking X Files, and she's horrified and she's disgusted. She's like, "This is what you do for a living." This woman spends most of her professional career up to her elbows in corpses. It's like she does like she does like four autopsies before she has breakfast. And here's the thing. She is going to continue to do this next season. Like she, like this is what she is doing for the first half of season two: is dealing with the dead and dealing with weird shit you find in the dead. Doing forensics. Like I want to tell myself that she's reacting like that because it's a person in a cocoon, and these, and like that shit might be real. Uh. Didn't we have an argument at this point also about the definition of embalming? We did, because we were talking, you and I were talking about, well, it's like, we were trying to figure out what we would call that, because all the fluid, delicious human fluid, was gone. Mm. Uh, and, like, you said it was embal- that's exactly what embalming was, and I said- No, that's not what I said. It was like, we were trying to figure out what it was, you were saying it was desiccated, I was like, that's not right, I feel like that's mummified. And you're like, it's the same thing. And then we fought, and then I threw something at you, and then I took a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how you win all Definitely our fights. Definitely sounds like desiccation, though. You're not yourself when you're hungry. Well, Have yeah, a Snickers. Because like, it's dried. <laughs> I become the angry. Because, because, yeah, embalming is the replacement of fluids. I didn't say it was embalming, you dumb shit. Ah. Let's not have this fight now. Be nice. <laughs> everybody love everybody. It is 2018. Can I not start the new year with being mad at you? Can we just do that? Like I would. These are my two goals. Let me to get through a podcast without hating you. Let, let me let me just say right here. I'm looking at this body in this cocoon, and it's impressive. It's it's fucking creepy. It's fucking pretty. I want to roll back a little bit and stare at this thing again. All right, give us give us your 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 visual effects. Um, uh, roll back a couple seconds. Here. Get back into this creature's face. Passing the time with music. No, it's just very well done. I, it, not used to corpses looking this nice in the show. Yeah, it's. You think it's real? It, could be. Maybe. Like finally, they just found out how to get rid of a bod, and you're like, use it as well, like a I prop. I think also you're looking at a steady increase in FX about here. Obviously, not with the fucking bugs, but I like that effect for the time. 
uh, there's really I no other s- way to go about having thousands of tiny little bugs and having it. it well, I will say, okay, I will say for 1994 that would have blown my mind. In 2018, Mm-mm. it looks like a effect. There are better ways of doing swarms these days, right? Swarms. It looks like a screensaver for Windows 95. Okay, now that annoys me. See, when they get close to this corpse, you see how detailed the the A prop is. Then they pull back and they obviously have a fucking B prop that looks nothing like the one up close. Like, it's it's something uh, people in FX crews or designers do is they have the same prop, like, one for up close and, like, two for B and C and D. They had to return it to George A. Romero's backyard or something. I don't know. <laughs> While repairing one of the heat generators, uh, Humphreys catches Doug Spinney. Who is also super famous now. This guy is super famous. What's he famous for? Okay, so this guy, Doug Spinney, is uh, Titus Will Weaver. I, I'm terrible at names. He has been in Law & Order. He was the man in black in Lost. He was on Deadwood. And right now... He is on the Emmy-nominated Bosch. Oh, I recognize him. For Amazon him. Studios. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, he is uh, a member of the weird-ass Greenpeace eco-terrorist group. Oh, and I think maybe Bumblebee peed on him when they were done peeing on John Tutoro. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Go look it up. Go look up the Transformers movie. Oh. John Tutoro got peed on Okay, by yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> he tells everybody that the that there are weird green bugs killing the uh, killing everybody and that um uh, the only thing that you can do to avoid them is uh, stay in the light because darkness just darkness vasnarada um darkness vasnarada yeah it's vasnarada please the for our thing. viewers at home explain what you have just said it's pretend that todd doesn't know what it is it's the creature from the David Tennant era of Doctor Who that resides in the library and used to live in the trees, but apparently um, got s- now lives in the library. Yeah, yeah lives in the books, and it 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 does the same thing to people that the creatures in this do. To Can an we extent. just go watch Silence in the Library? No. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Is that what it's called, Silence in the Library? What's that episode called? Maybe I think it is Silence in the Library, but I'm not sure. I think it was called Silence. Better Than This. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> the tree, the tree, the big tree. <laughs> anyway, so Mulder almost puts bug juice in his mouth, if you'll recall. Oh, yeah. Mm, like, yeah. He's walking around the cabin, taps it. He's like, hmm, blood? Eh. And what he you tastes could, everything. Blood? Everything no, just goes feces. in his mouth. He's like a little child. It's, it is like Scully is permanently taking care of a man-sized four-year-old like that's the entirety of the x-files i i keep seeing this now i don't know if anybody else caught this and i don't know what the medical term is for this it's not heterochromia but sometimes when they're directly focused on Mulder, one of his pupils is larger than the other like drastically it's um opiates no <laughs> actually lsd maybe. in one eye <laughs> no it's it's um you can have a uh sorry fuck Ocular is a word paralysis. for that yeah, you can have a... Yeah, that's basically what it is, because that's what was up with Bowie's eye. It used to be... Um, um, that's what Bowie actually has. Yeah, that's... Had. I had. miss him. Can, can we watch <laughs> Labyrinth? Can can we we're just go watching wa- the X-Files. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> dance, magic, dance. 
I don't know. Power of hoodoo, hoodoo, you do, do what? Remind me of the babe. Hey, with the power. Uh, the next morning, the group finds an old gr- an, an old growth tree that had been cut down. And in case you didn't know, the rings on a tree stump can indicate the age of the tree, or at least the seasons of growth. Well, this this particular tree uh, is a couple hundred years old. And um, uh, you'd have to be some kind of math genius to count all those rings. It's five. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did we also skip over Scully's weird thing about biology? Did we miss that? Did we? (laughs) I don't know. Because she it's like, what do you know about bugs? Well, I did biology. Yeah. And it. Yeah. What? That's the only (laughs) explanation. Isn't there like a whole like separate sect like insectology or something? It's called etymology. Oh. No, that's entomology. I know what Entomans? I said, damn it. Now no, I want a snack cake. Etymology is the origin of words. <laughs> Somebody bring me a snack cake. Oh. Entomans. Entomans. Why, why do you not like me? What did I do to you? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> it's my first oh. name. Oh, no. Bleep it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I do to you. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm already. T- I'm already. Look, look. The syndicate already wants me. If you keep giving my full name here, it's gonna come and get me, man. We're never gonna get through this episode. We're gonna say it a bunch We're of never times. Gonna get just a bunch it. of quacks. <laughs> One of the rings of the tree stump <laughs> is sort of a gooey green. That's the year Slimer attacked the forest. I guess. That's the year all the trees fucked. Oh. The park ranger decides to take a sample of the goo. Okay, so no, we haven't missed this Scully biology thing, which doesn't come up ever again or before. We should keep a running again. tab on all these character traits that come up once and never again. These point the pointless MacGuffins. Spinney su- suspects that an organism was that was dormant in the tree for centuries was disturbed after the tree was illegally cut down. That was a big. That's a big point. Uh, uh, point with these eco terrorists. They're very certain that the loggers are out there cutting down trees that ought not to be cut down. <laughs> He's not so much that he thinks that. It's like he has pure pure like evidence of it. Yeah, like he get the dude gets super butthurt that his company gets called out on cutting the wrong trees and, and Johnny good shoes fucking boy scout's all like ready to pull his gun on the dude. Like, you cut my <laughs> trees, bro. <laughs> Go cut you. Like Cut you so bad, you're gonna wish I never like cut you. Like the park so bad. ranger is like the most throwaway character I've ever seen ever. Like, ah, uh, yes. Yeah, see, that's my that's my phrase. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Humphrey is absolutely fed up with this. Uh, fed up with Spinny. And hikes down to his jeep, where he is uh, soon uh, murdered by the swarm. This is where uh, he he shows us how he's never driven a vehicle before in his life. <laughs> And it plays out yes. almost exactly like those infomercials <laughs> where they're showing people who don't know how to use scissors. <laughs> where are they getting the drunk? Where are they drinking? Where is the booze? Did we Using also miss- scissors is hard. <laughs> Did we also miss that Mulder, who is hyper paranoid, is also super trusting? Oh, this is that's going to come here for a second here. Like, okay. <laughs> like, oh, sure. Yeah, you can do this. What? 
Uh, everyone manages to stay in the light for the evening and is kept safe in the cabin. But the next morning, uh, Spinney convinces Mulder to let, to let take to his colleagues with gasoline so that he can return with a Jeep to pick them up. Now, this is important because the gasoline that they're using, they're using to keep the power on the, uh, for the generator, they're using a gas generator here. And if light goes out during dark, when it's dark out, then everybody gets, you know, desiccated. And, you know, I think the reason that he trusted the dude here is because he was like a kindred soul to Mulder. He's like, you know, if I hadn't joined the FBI, I'd be out here with you, squatching and, you know, marking X's on trees just to incriminate logging companies. But I don't really, you don't feel the connection so much between Mulder and Spinney there. It's sort of like, well, okay. like, like there ought to be a connection, but the, <laughs> the chemistry doesn't quite well, play out like that. And... Well, David Duchovny is the American Heathcliff and Titus Wivraham is just really bored scully and more pissed off at Mulder for for letting spinney go and have no guarantee that he's going to come back and they have such little fuel left and no communication equipment and apparently cell phones aren't working or something i don't know well it's 1994 not everybody has cell phones i think the fucking fbi had cell phones yeah professional federal agents did not have cell phones they had them before (sighs) Professional federal. But the mountains were stopping his cell phone from working before. In the just, Professional just in the federal episode. agents don't have cell phones. Do they at least have pagers? <laughs> I don't know. I got, got nothing pagers. there. Doctors they probably have, have beepers. They have the beepers. They have the 911 beepers, yeah. <laughs> they've, got, um, uh, they've got life alert. <laughs> <laughs> I've well, fallen I'm... and I'm being <laughs> desiccated by bugs. <laughs> <laughs> being what, exsanguinated I... by bugs. What I like is that <laughs> fucking traps it to the stone. I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing there. What I like is that the you know cardboard park ranger is angry, and Scully is just very disappointed. <laughs> oh. Like Scully is going to have a very firm talk with Mulder. Mulder is going to learn a very important lesson on a special edition <laughs> of the X Files. Okay, season two. <laughs> oh yeah. So is this where they find uh, the company man and the picture that if you go to Tom O'Rourke's IMDb page, this pops up. I'm not kidding. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Literally, like, it's his headshot and then, like, famous roles. There's a picture of him desiccated in in the thing, in the the Jeep. It's like, yeah, that picture looked fucking awesome. I like that. It's like promotional pictures for the shows that he was on, and then this. (laughs) No, I mean, I'll give you, it's cool. Uh, But it's like, wow. This is what he is remembered for. Meanwhile, um, uh, Mulder and Scully and the group set about, like, trying to bug proof the cabin, right? So they're setting up, so they're, so they're, you know, covering it with um, uh, whatever bits of plastic and tarps they can find. They're trying to seal off windows and any exits to the the thing. Uh, They've got one light bulb left (coughs) and somehow, and so they've got that plugged in. We've all been there, I'm sure. But doesn't somebody uh, smack the light bulb and almost break it? Yes. Right. I think it was more. I think what we're getting to is the greatest scene ever captured in a TV show. Yeah. Where Guess Scully what? has the greatest episode. In the sight of a shadowed area of the thing, the tiny green bugs can be seen crawling over literally everything. The Matrix was pouring in through the corner of the cabin. It's not the spoon that bends. And um, Scully 
freaks right the fuck out. And this is the point where we had to stop it and you had to yell at the TV for three minutes. <laughs> it's like, like, why is Scully going into hysterics over this? Didn't she just say she knows bugs? Yes. Yeah, yes, but then she, she went in and she was asking shit like uh, Mulder was the expert on bugs. She ended up flipping on it like right before... They ended up seeing the stuff because he was talking okay. about how they're. You know they're how everywhere. you know that game where people write a story and you, I say a sentence and then you, and then Val says a sentence and, and then, then uh, this is how they wrote this then? episode. <laughs> okay, so I have a question because, and I know Marissa knows the answer to this. This is really weird, right? Because we're gonna get to an episode called War of the Cockafages, mm-hmm. which is about bugs. Is that how it's pronounced? Uh, no idea. Coffridges? I can't, I never knew uh, what that, that was. It was about I, roaches, I, I, right? Yeah. And Mulder confesses to Scully this fear of bugs. What the and, fuck? And we'll never hear about it again. We never heard about it before. We'll never hear about it again. So if I'm These aren't really consistent. bugs. These are like microbacteria. They play well, hot I mean, potato when they write these episodes. Like, this is the thing, is if I'm consistent... Well, no, holy shit. Hold up. We have ice... Which have the fucking weird worms. Yeah, and worms Scully's aren't just bugs. like, they are too. No, they're not. I will scream collectively at both. <laughs> so Mulder has another fear that people <laughs> commonly have for natural reasons that really isn't a phobia because you're still saving yourself from harm, bugs, and fire. So. <laughs> but we'll never hear about it in this episode. And after that episode, never again. That's how the X-Files likes to, to, to give characters depth, by just giving them random fears and, like, complications. Random, random bits! And then, like, we're done. Uh, morning arrives, and the light bulb goes out just before the swarm starts uh, desiccating. But the sun's up now, and they head back <laughs> down to the truck with the busted tire, hoping to patch it. Uh, put on the spare and escape. They find Humphrey's dead. This is where they find Humphrey's body there. Right. Scully okay. smacks oh, okay. the light bulb, fucking flailing around like, holy shit. She loses it Im- yeah. immediately. Complete character change, just like... Like, she is a completely fearless woman until this scene, and then she'll go right back. Turns out that Spinney was uh, true to his word. He does come back, though though unfortunately all of his friends are dead. Do you like how fast Scully gets into that Jeep, by the way? Like, let's get out of here. This guy's killed people. There's like a cloud where she was once standing. She is literally the first person to get into the Jeep. Like, I'm done. I am done. I am done. They should have had that uh, Scooby-Doo foot scrambling noise. The Jeep, however, hits another caltrip, which, like, you know, you think he'd know how to avoid since he put him there. Right. (laughs) Yeah. How fucking dumb are you? That look on his face like, God, I know, guys. Duh. I fucking know. I just think he looks... I think Spinny is just literally the most bored I've ever seen anyone in an episode. He was so bored that he he left the Jeep after dark and got completely... Nom nom. And got nommed by the bugs. Nom, nom, nom. Meanwhile, Mulder, Scully, and more are still inside, and the, and the bugs get in through the, to the Jeep through the air conditioning vents, to, and they all get cocooned, but are they dead? Well, they're soon found by the by other uh, official-looking people. They're dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> Especially apparently Mulder. They, apparently, <laughs> they're all wrapped up in, the, in this cocoon, and... Apparently, they've had most of their fluids taken out, but not like all of their fluids. So they take them back to put to the to this area. They take them back to quarantine area to get more fluids to them. Partially See, this, disseminated. Now, there's going to be an episode many seasons from now that reminds me of this one. Oh my god! I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. I. Fluids. Oh my god! 
There's like four episodes exactly like this. And they're all better than it, right? Yeah. No. Tons of no. fluids. <laughs> I'm going to keep using the term fluids. 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 Moist. Moist fluids. Ugh. No. Viscous fluids. We are professional podcasters. <laughs> Farts. Uh, Mulder uh. seems to make a recovery, though he's got one hell of a rash going on. <laughs> Talking to the doctors in the quarantine area who are all, you know, have their shit taped up, <laughs> have, their, have their hazmat suits taped up and and everything. <laughs> oh, he gets the top men answer, doesn't he? Top men. Yeah, it's like, men. What, what is going to be done about this? And said, well, we're going to do some controlled burns and We're just going to drop gonna, nuclear bombs on it. We're just going to, like, roll in with tanks full of DEET. So the, 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 the bugs end up in one of those Spielberg Lucas uh, warehouses yeah. in a crate somewhere. Top men. And top he says, man well, what if, you, what, if, what if you can't contain it? And he said, well, that's not an option. Top men. Not an option, Mr. Mulder. I love how he used Mr. Mulder there. When you guys were talking about the picture of the guy from the episode, is it when he's like up against the, the glass? Like, yes. Eh, that happens later on. And my God, is it silly? But it, it's cool, but it's silly. Like, that's how he fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> here is yeah. the thing is, here is the thing is that Tom O'Rourke has been on some of the most classic episodes of television. Like, he was in Simon and Simon. He was in the first few seasons of Law and Order, just when it was really getting good. And this is what people remember, is that image of <laughs> He the looks guy. like uh, the evil guy on Howard the Duck. Yeah. He looks yeah. like the car was going really fast and he got smashed up against the side. <laughs> so all I can say is when I, when I go, I hope I don't go in such, a, such an undignified pose. Like, oh, I hope you do. I am going to make sure that that is in your obit. Like, I will take pictures. They find me like, it, don't find me like splayed out or like pressed against the window or something. Just... <laughs> well, it's like, it's the best Garfield suction cup thing I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. And it's like, I, I want that for my car. Baby on board. <laughs> uh, our other tangent is we have a sign that says Cthulhu on board. Like that, but well, yeah. Okay, so that's so that's this episode, and geez, why, I, why did I write down Edward James Olmos? <gasps> Be- oh, who's I think it was Edward maybe James the, I think it was maybe the wounds on Mulder's face that reminded me of oh it. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> oh my god, that rash, that rash is very Olmosy. <laughs> very Olmosy. <laughs> I nearly ran into him, literally at a con. Not to Coveney, but Edward so James we do our, uh, our, our drive-in totals here. So, wait, well, first off, hold on. I gotta get, I'm, I'm not, you know... That's me backing it up. What? Back it up a little bit, because I'm, I'm a little bit... Shh! <laughs> fuck with me. You have lost control of this episode. What are you going to do? How long will you let this madness go? I'm just going to hide here until this all blows over. <laughs> so... What what do we do now? Should we maybe... Uh, can we talk about what we thought of this episode here? I remember nothing about this episode. I remember thinking I got a real... This is like ice. This is like they just did an episode like this earlier in the season where it's like geographically restricted, uh, some kind of weird-ass biological threat. Nobody trusts, trusts anybody. I mean, it's not like a, it's infecting them, but it's certainly fucking them up. I, you want to also realize that you are literally... There are... I can literally think of two other episodes almost exactly like this off the top of my head. 
Yeah, I think they kind of took the it formula, uh, the it formula, not it, the the, uh, thing. the thing formula a little bit. Well, I I think this is the thing is that I I can't figure out for the life of me why people keep letting Chris Carter write things. I mean, as far as monsters <laughs> of the week goes, this one was this one is not like you know uh, the little green bugs, uh, the little green bugs, even though they're they, they have an impressive manner of killing someone and. It just didn't come off as that threatening to me. No, because quite frankly, little green bugs like that. I mean, a tick is hard. Blowtorch. Yeah. I mean, it's not hard to kill those kinds of things. Um, It's, I think it's got a really weird, heavy handed, you know, 1990s environmental message there. Well, it's like Captain Planet, except it lacks the subtlety of Captain Planet. <laughs> beat you over the head with the, like I don't know. It's like it's almost as bad as the 1994 drug episodes. Like when you get money from the DEA to make a special episode. And of course, you know the logging company cuts down some shit, and like it, it, logging company cuts down. I don't know. It's like fucking. It's like that fucking tree in Fern Gully. <laughs> released Tim Cur- it released I, Tim Curry into the atmosphere. I would have I preferred Tim Curry over the little green bugs. Yeah, I think so. But like, that's the thing is, it's like you end up with that, and it's like deforestation though in the '90s wasn't really even in the United States. It was more in the Amazon, and it wasn't so much for actual loggings. It was for you know, uh, it was beef. the clear gl- it was the clear land for for cows. Yeah. And so it's like, it, it really is this heavy handed, don't fuck with nature thing, but I, it really, I don't know, it makes me want to go run the engine in our car for like 45 minutes and kill the earth. All right. Uh, I think that um, uh, we can all agree that it's not nice to fool mother nature, which is why you should only use lambskin condoms. I, and, I have a uh, bone to pick with the makeup <laughs> at the end here. Okay. Okay. Um, with the post bug makeup, all you need here is a stipple sponge in the color red, and you just pat the skin, and that's all they fucking did. Like they just they 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 paled Mulder's lips out, and they just patted his skin lightly a couple times with a brush that with with a with a stipple sponge, which is sponge with holes in it. That's it. No 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 attempts to make it look like there's actual depth or holes in his skin. Why didn't the bodies have those types of holes in their skin? Like the desiccated corpses, like exactly. they didn't look like. I like that we're just going to use the word "desiccated" as many times as we possibly can in this one <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, I mean desiccated <laughs> fluids, <clears throat> deep hurting. <laughs> I don't like how it, I didn't feel like they should have been sent out there, like just like ice. Like there wasn't something that Mulder should be interested in. Well, and the thing about that though is that at least in this episode. That makes more sense because it is federal land. You would send the FBI if it's a federal case. However, a lot more people should be dead hmm. before they go. And was it just one tree that had this or was it a bunch of trees? I don't remember. I think it's just, can we just say it was the Fern Gully tree? And <laughs> Fern Gully. Be done with it. Fern Gully, the last rainforest. Now also a Disney property. Congratulations. Okay, before we get to our final review scores for this week, it's time to sort of disseminate the information that everybody wants to hear. You are listening to the FBI Basement on the Medicinal Mass Podcast Network, which uh, is the home of several other podcasts. They have other podcasts? Oh, yeah. Oh, I wonder if someone knows anything about that. Yeah, I knew a guy that knew something about that. He told me some cool things that some other dude told him that he heard on there from his friend. Um, it's at medicinalmass.com. 
follow us on Twitter at FBI Basement and uh, check out the Patreon that's coming soon. Soon. Also, um, uh, other podcasts on the Medicinal Mass Network are The Adventures of Todd and Shannon, which we've got to get a new episode of that out pretty soon. The uh, yes. Family Against Humanity. Other great episodes of things and, and people. Masters of Failure. Lots of nouns on that one. Got some good ones like uh, the Joe Rogan podcast and... Uh... <laughs> wait, no, not, not no. no. Duncan Trussell Family Hour. I can't wait to, se- I can't wait to sell out like that. <laughs> oh, fucking God. So, God, I wish. All right. If you are a fan of the written word, there are books that Shannon has written. Oh, honey, no one reads anymore. But I do actually write them, and they make great gifts if you uh, hate someone. Um, oh, no, oh. We don't, don't do that. No, no, no. They're, bu- they're good books. They're they're good books. They're called you can they're called the Department of the Arcane uh series about the uh happenings of the federal agency that regulates the uh use of magic and the uh affairs of supernatural creatures and you can buy them at schuffwrites.com. Dot com, right? Or on the Amazon. On Amazon and or Kindle and, and, and what have you, if you don't like, you know, paper books. But the paper it, books it, are really cool, because... And I promise that with the paper books that we are not releasing some sort of ancient green bugs into the world to kill you. Or you can come see me at a convention. I will be at MarsCon, January 12th through the 14th in Williamsburg, Virginia. Then we will be at uh, Mysticon in... Uh, Roanoke, Virginia, uh, February 23rd through the 25th. And then, yay, we'll be in Lexington, Lexington Toy and Comic Con in Lexington, Kentucky, March 9th through the 11th. And uh, rounding out for the next couple of months, Awesome Con in Washington, D.C. Just one more quick announcement here. Due to a misunderstanding with event promoters, we will no longer be keynoting at the Acre- at the Greater Akron Leatherpalooza Fetish Ball. Oh, call me! But we will be at AwesomeCon in Washington D.C. <laughs> <laughs> Easter weekend because that conflicts with the Leather Ball. All right, yeah. And then we'll be going to Disneyland, and if you interrupt me at Disneyland to buy a book, I will, well, I'll sell you the book, and then I'll punch you um, in the face, because I'm going to be on vacation. <laughs> and Marissa Leterio does arts. I do. I do lots of art. I'll do it live on Picardo.tv. You can find me on Facebook at Facebook.com. Or on Twitch. Uh, Twitch I've been trying, but um, as far as like getting a hold of me to me and seeing what I'm up to, I try to keep the uh, Facebook.com slash odd letter E, light, L-I-G-H-T, art. I try to keep that living. I have a Discord now. Um, I'd also like to uh, throw a gigantic dig out there at my fiancé's podcast, uh, Scott, um, Hacksaw Frequency, because they took a huge dump on their show on the 10th season of The X-Files, which, I mean, I can kind of condone, but fuck them. You can find them and fuck them at... uh, On YouTube, uh, Hacksaw Frequency, and on Facebook at Hacksaw Frequency. But yeah, totally fuck those guys. Fuck those guys, but oh, make they're sure jumping, they're they're jumping on they're they're reviewing X Files now. They jumping into our yard. <laughs> they're jumping into our yard. Stay the fuck out of my territory. So, go and hate listen to Hacksaw Frequency. Okay.
listen to our show first because yes. we're better. Yes. <laughs> but totally go listen to, to them, but out of spite. Yes. Vanya, she's not here this week, but um, uh, she is out. She's currently out practicing homeopathic medicine. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I understood. Because you need because you need you know crystals and incense to heal yourself because you can't afford insurance. Can can I ask? Is she doing <laughs> it over a long span of time in very small amounts? Oh yeah, but that's I'm, the only way to do it, right? <laughs> I need a rim shot on that. <laughs> like, there's no other alternative to that. Like, also, uh, fuck um, fuck essential oils. Just oh no, the end. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> my cousin sells those. <laughs> No, I, they smell pretty. I, I will say this: the next person who tells me that I need to snort lavender to avoid a cold, Mm-mm. I'm gonna feed that lavender to you in Mm-mm. the bottle. Yeah, yeah, it gets annoying. Time for the scores, everybody. I am going to give Darkness Falls two seasons of growth for a mighty sequoia. Shannon, uh, I I'm gonna go and get and give this like two and a half um, incompetent tree huggers. Marissa? I'm going to give this two out of three cups of bug juice that Mulder looks at as if he wants to drink. And Valentine. Yeah, I'll give this one consistently coated surface that's coated in luciferine. Ew. <laughs> I mean, that's I like clever, that but <laughs> luciferine? Lucifer. Bulbous bouffant. All right. Moist. This has been... This, this, has this been is another episode. This has been a real shit show, guys. This has been a train wreck of the XVI basement. Join us next week when. Uh, join us next time when Mulder and Scully get to return to the glory hole. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tombs is back. Moist. Tombs tangles. is back, baby. <laughs> All right, for everyone listening, uh, be sure to continue listening and subscribe to us on iTunes. Like and sh- like and share us on Facebook. Follow us on the tweets and the Instagrams and whatever else we're on. Give us those great ratings because we need them. <laughs> Please. Please do. You have no love idea how us. much that helps us. Yeah, we rate our uh, Facebook page for sure. Leave like a, a nice or nasty comment. Good or bad. I'll take either one. And we'll respond accordingly. Maybe. I prefer neutral responses. I am indifferent to this podcast. <laughs> I hear it from afar. The FBI basement premieres every Thursday morning in the wee hours. Yay! Uh, the Adventures of Todd and Shannon airs infrequently. <laughs> <laughs> I am Todd for Shannon, Valentine, and Marissa saying goodbye. The truth is out there. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more from our other shows on the Medicinal Mass Network. That rash is very almasy. Shit, I fucked it up. <laughs> farts goodbye believers and may the sorry (laughs) (laughs) can i just say moist cankles and then then that's it that's the end of the show moist moist cankles